Hey, what's going on everyone? Hope I find everyone pretty well today. So today I'm on a solo mission, alrighty? I'm not really sure what I'm going to name this podcast, but I feel like it's really important for me to get this information out there. Now, what I really want to speak about is my viewpoints on tarot, you know, and kind of how I feel it is best utilized. Now, everything that I say here, it's not to discredit any other tarot reader, you know, because we all touch those people as to which we need to. But I just feel like it's very important, especially for you guys who are subscribed to the to the channel, you know, to kind of maybe gain a different perspective on it, especially if you are really kind of wanting to take that step into tarot. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and discuss that. And how this topic came up is because a subscriber left a comment on one of the last podcasts that I recorded with Ariana. And the comment reads something to the effect of, so what's a proper way to use tarot? After listening to y'all, should I get my own deck and just look at tarot as entertainment only? End quote. Now, when I read this comment, I was like, hmm, no, I don't think so. But then when I really started to kind of, you know, think more about it, I was thinking like, this is interesting because there may be some type of, I don't want to call it fear, guys, that you may feel about tarot, but I just feel like there are some aspects just gener- generally about tarot that you may need to hear, you know? Like, for instance, if you, once you start to dabble into something like that, regardless, guys, of we can see, hear, feel spirit, you know what I mean? They're always around, So when we start to dabble in something like tarot, you know, we understand what it is up to a certain point or at least um, what we can get from it in terms of like we understand that when we start to use tarot that we're opening ourselves up to an occultic type of aspect, you know. So when we feel that we open ourselves up like our crown chakra and if we're not aware of like who our guides are, if we're not aware of energy and frequency shifts, then that leaves us vulnerable to possibly bad, or I don't want to say evil, but bad or evil entities maybe coming in, you know? It's like giving them that chance to, they're like, oh yeah, that's my chance coming. You know, if we're unaware of certain aspects, then we are not really grounded, we're not protected, and everything of the sort. So that's really what I just want to discuss here. And like I said, it's just my own opinion based upon um, and developed through my own field experience through using uh, tarot. There's a little bit of just me remembering from past lives, you know. Alrighty, so one of the things I want to talk about here is I want to define a word for you guys here. And the word is the quirtant or the quirant. I may say either one. What that means is that I want to say it's, I think it's Latin, for one who seeks. So it's the client, basically, or the person who wants the tarot reading or looking for the guidance. So overall, guys, I feel like the general, like I said, all this is my own opinion, you know. I feel like the general intent of a great tarot reader, you know, is to always leave the reader, I'm sorry, to always leave the querent or the client feeling empowered. And now when I say empowered, meaning that the querent walks away saying, you know what, I can do this, like. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Like, I can so do this. You know, installing that 
power back into that querent and that individual where they see it from a different perspective or their issues from a different perspective and that then they feel confident enough and they take their power back that they can accomplish something or they can work past it and go through it. I believe that that's the end result or it should be the end result of every reading and it should a uh, reading should never incite fear. It should never incite like a motive for you to do something. You know what I mean? It should not be anything like that. I feel. And um, also, I believe that it's the reader's responsibility to remind the the querent of the importance in being, you know, active or being an active participant in their own life and to never be on the sideline of their life or regarding moving past their issues. So just, yeah, reminding the, the querent of the importance in being an active participant, like I said, within their lives and to never be stand on the sidelines. I heard this analogy a while back and I can't remember exactly who it came from, but it was really great. You know, people tend to believe that tarot is like a chauffeur, but tarot is really just the passenger guys. People look at tarot like it's supposed to drive them to their destination, which is completely wrong, you know? Tarot does not do that, nor was it ever invented or meant to do that as so. Because you guys are the driver, or the querent is the driver, and the person, and um, they are the person who has the keys controlling that car. Tarot is just going along with you, you know, as like a passenger. You know, he's chatty, he's encouraging, and he keeps you awake and alert when, you know, when your ass may be falling asleep on the damn road. And he's like, hey. And also, you know, he gives you great advice. But one good thing is that this passenger, um, he has a map. And this map includes different routes or routes and pathways on upon how to get to your destination. But, you know, it's you who is the driver, which selects which route you feel best to go down regarding your specific situations or purposes. And the passenger does not make any of those decisions. So I hope that kind of made sense and at least kind of puts it into a perspective a little bit here for you guys, at least regarding the main or one of the main intentions of tarot. I just thought that analogy was really great. And really, guys, like honestly, too, how I feel about tarot as well is that in, within any reading, you know, whether it's about a relationship, whether it's about your family, whether it's about something you're going on, whether spiritually, like whatever the topic may be. All of the main intent of tarot is just to provide the querent with a different, an alternative, a spiritual, or an outsider's perspective. That's all that it's meant to do. Because like the analogy said, you guys are the driver. The querent is the driver making the decision. I believe that the reader just presents you with other avenues that you may have not thought about or other perspectives that you may have not thought about or just to remind you of the overall bigger picture regarding your situation. And that's all that it's meant to do is just provide a different, a different perspective. You know, if you guys so happen to listen to tarot readings and you guys were to really resonate with the reader, as many of you resonate with my types of readings that I provide for, for you guys, it's because... That type of energy, right, or those alternatives or that perspective is what 
is the overall bigger picture for you and your oversoul, your spirit resonates with that. Like your basically your higher self resonates with those with that energy of the reader and the messages that the reader gives to you. So it's like an energetic tie, an energetic frequency of oversouls kind of coming together. <laughs> and um, I felt like regarding, you know, kind of just saying my opinion and how I feel about this or how I think, you know, tarot's best utilized, I kind of broke it up into three main categories. So the first category is uh, purpose and intent. The second is energy and exchanges. And then the third is protection and awareness. So regarding the first category for uh, purpose and intent, I really just feel like it's important to understand like what type of reading are you looking for? And also the, for the reader, what type of reading is that reader giving? Because then the messages are going to be a little different. The frequency is going to be different. The situation and the different avenues that um, or different perspectives that that reader provides for you, it's going to be really based upon the situation at least what the interaction is what's what are the what are the, what are the energies that are interacting regarding the situation so i think it's really important to understand that as well i mean you can listen to any reading you know and get at least something from it but if it's really like a personal or private reading that's why uh myself and all other tarot readers we always tell you guys when it comes to general readings just take what resonates for you because it's not all about your unique situation that's why it's really important to for everyone to have that personal experience of a private reading because it's all about your situation and we talk a little bit with you about this situation and then when certain cards pop out certain energies come through certain channels come through then it's all about your entire situation and it gets more specific and we can really tackle what's kind of going on or the areas as to which you know need to be addressed here also here I also want to say that what I'm feeling here is it's important to for the querent to understand like what's the reader's intent as well like how do they feel what are they trying to pry or get information from maybe the situation what how are how what's the reader's intent to provide you with at the end you know in a sense and I also feel like all and you guys tell me what is the querent's intent as well you know are you the querent are they coming to the reading with an open mind just to kind of say okay i'm here to hear what i need to hear or and also be open to what i maybe haven't considered and also be open to hearing what i don't really want to hear you know that type of intent because then with the reader and with the querent those energies come together and then it melds it together and it forms the underlying frequency or basis for that reading and i and i also feel you know it's really important for both the reader and the querent uh what are their current emotional and mental vibration now it's a little bit different for the querent because you know the querent usually comes to the reader and you, you know when they're distraught emotionally and when something's going on with them so this is more for the reader i want to say regarding the their current emotional and mental vibration how are how's the reader doing you know, is the reader um, pissed off about something that happened on that day with them? Have they been kind of, are they being spiritually attacked? Like, you know, all of those little aspects going into it. And it's a little bit difficult to kind of pick that up, maybe, uh, given that, you know, if it's tarot readings online. 
but in person you can catch that but pretty much we all have that you know innate ability to pick up like it's like kind of like hmm what's that person's problem you know what i mean and uh here also i feel like both the reader and the query like they have to release all of their expectations any expectation to hear anything because if anyone is going into a reading wanting to hear something then that means that they already know the answer to what's going on. They just want the validation, which is fine. But I'm just saying, why is that querent coming to that reader? Like that querent clearly already knows what's going on. And, you know, it, it just it's all bad at that point. So we need to always release any and all expectations and just be open. It's important for both the reader and the querent to release ego, any type of e any type of ego, especially the reader, because any messages that are coming through, you know, whether it's from their spirit guides, whether it's from their higher self, whether it's from their angels, whoever it may be regarding the divine realm. But any of those, those that information that's coming through, it's filtering through that reader. And if that reader has a lot of ego, they're going to get the messages wrong or they're, they'll interpret it in a very, in a type of a manner, like a 3D manner. And it may not be as effective or may not come out the right way. It, it, when you have ego in a reading, it really dilutes the reading. And I look at it like, why even approach the reading with ego? I mean, if you have ego going into the reading, clearly, you why would you want a reading? You think you have it all figured out. You know what I mean? So I just feel like that's important as well. And as I stated earlier, both being really open to receiving messages. And I believe that for the reader, it's very important for the reader to ask for permission of entering into that querent space, energetic space or energetic field. That's very important, guys. And not really demanding permission. Like, you know, shuffling cards and be like, okay, I'm going to find out what's going on for you. Like, no, that's, first of all, that's ego. Second of all, that reader doesn't, that's wrong. You can't just barge away into other people's energy fields, especially if that querent is coming to that reader regarding maybe like a relationship and then that, that person in question is not there present at that reading it, it just i don't like that when a reader tries to involve themselves in that or push their way through that energy that's a very bad sign guys so we need to watch out for that for um, readers that are kind of like that you know and i mean also and this is just for me but whenever upon the instance that i'm peering into maybe a relationship for someone which is you know, a lot of the um, a lot of the situations that I read for you guys about relationships and about, you know, just relationships and partnerships in general. But what I do is when I'm shuffling the cards and, you know, trying to gather information for you guys regarding how to move forward. If the, that person in question is not present, I ask, you know, my guides, I ask God, I ask him. Don't present me or give me information that is maybe not going to help the situation or that has nothing to do with it. What I'm trying to say here, guys, is that I ask God, I ask my guides, my higher self to give me information that merely aids in the querent developing compassion and understanding about that issue. That's the only, and I, I asked that. That's it. Just give me that information, and that's all that's relevant right now. I don't need to know other stuff and other things that are going to maybe possibly, you know, 
hurt the situation or leave it worse than, you know, it already is, which we have to look at that, too, because the divine will never do that to you, you know, provide you with information that's going to hurt you and filter that through me. And if you find that if you're going to readers and just you rolled with something that they said and it just caused a big old riffraff, you know, or big old it made the issue bigger, then that means that that reader had ego because why would the divine do that? You see what I'm saying? When we really look at situations and energies and how they work, we really have to always say, um, I should put this on a damn shirt. What is really going on here? Like, you know, <laughs> you have to look at situations like that. So uh, regarding the second category for energy and exchange, it's very important for the reader just to flush their own personal shit. Especially me, when I read for anyone, as read for the collective Regarding your guys' generalship readings, I flush everything. I don't even think about the things that are going on with me. That dilutes the reading. That's ego. And you, that, that just, it, it's counterproductive to the messages that are coming through. And also here too, whenever you are with a reader, you know, given that that reader is not like a family member or something, if that reader is getting upset, regarding your issue or they're kind of getting upset relaying the messages if they get upset or emotional at all during that reading you know other than compassionate maybe if they get a little bit teary-eyed it's a little bit different but if a reader is emotionally invested in that reading in terms of like anger or um you know it's just too much that's a bad sign too guys because then we have to look at that and say, why is that reader so emotionally invested in my emotional life when there's no relationship tie regarding the reader and the querent? Like, what, what's really going on here? We have to look at that and say, that's a sign of ego. Also, the reader just being present, mind, body, and soul. You know, they can't be reading for you about maybe, let's say, um, I don't know, infidelity or something like that. And then in the back of their mind, that reader saying, oh, yeah, well, my husband or my wife cheated on me last night. Oh, that was horrible. That's why that reader doesn't need to be doing that. They're not present mind, body and soul, nor are they open to receiving information or hearing anything from the divine, which then gets filtered through them, which then gets delivered to you guys. So it's just all bad at that point. I also feel here too, the querent, you know, just comes to that reader in a very vulnerable state, a very emotional state, and a very confused state. And the reader needs to understand that. And the reader needs to also come or take into consideration the energy of that querent or that client and can't take on that energy too much as a reader. Because that's ego again. And also that's just, uh, it's counterproductive to... The, I don't want to say accuracy of the reading, but it's more of the intent of the reading. And intent is everything here, guys. It's the main ingredient in tarot. It's that what what is the intent? That's the vibrate, that's the opening foundational vibration of the reading, you know? And let's see. I also feel here too that the reader needs to completely trust their intuition. They have to completely trust her. I mean, it's a vital part. Now, I'm not saying that you need superb intuition or top-notch intuition to be a reader. You really don't. But intuition helps. 
because that's how the divine communicates with us through our intuition. Like, what do we think our intuition is? <laughs> that's the basis of it, of at least getting messages or if that's your higher self speaking to you, to warning you about things or supplying you with information that your that your human side here or your humanistic emotional side doesn't understand. So, you know, we have to think about that. Like our intuitions there for a reason. It's because that's how we communicate with the divine spirit realm and God. Absolutely. I also feel that the reader, you know, the, the reader needs to understand how when they get messages from their guides, from their higher self, from their angels, whatever, you know, they want to call it, wherever it comes from regarding the divine realm, they need to know how that feels for them. They need to understand how it works for them so that they can decipher between different energies that may come through or may come in. That's an extremely important aspect I feel here. The reader should also really have a strong discern discernibility when it comes to their own energy, when it comes to the divine's energy, to the querent's energy, if the energy belongs to maybe um, someone that has departed. All of these things, guys, can come into a reading. You can already have all these energies coming in at one time. And it's the reader's job to sit there and to trust their intuition and to have a discerning soul regarding what's the energy coming through, what's the message that's coming through, who is it coming from. It's very important. That's why I'm saying how the, the reader needs to understand and have such a strong relationship with their guides and with their spiritual team upstairs. It, it, it must be strong because one, when it is strong, the reader trusts their spiritual team upstairs and their guides. Therefore, that creates an open channel of vulnerability and be more receptive toward receiving the messages to deliver to the querent. But not just that, but if the reader doesn't trust their guides, I mean, whoa, I cannot ever imagine me doing that, but that's all bad because, wow, they, they don't know, understand the discernment between energy fields and different type of frequencies coming through. It's just all bad, people. It's all bad at that point. Also, every reading, guys, I mean, I just think that this, this is still my opinion, of course, but I just feel like this is how it should be or this should be like, you know, 101 is that every reading starts with compassion and it ends in compassion and also it ends in understanding of the situation regarding the querent. Absolutely. A reading must be compassionate at all times. It has to be. Because why is that reader then, if they're like beating you up or if they're saying things like, for instance, well, I see someone here in this spread is very, very weak. And I'm kind of believing or starting to think that it's your energy. Why are you weak? You're weak. No, 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 no. Why is that reader saying such horrible, detestable things as so? One, that querent is not there to hear that. They're already feeling vulnerable. They don't need it. That's just rude and disrespectful. Two, going back to that reader has fucking ego. And three, why the hell is that reader so damn emotionally invested in that reading if they don't even know the querent? See, what I mean, guys, we have to look at things and be like, hey, what's really going on here? Like, you know, that's very important. It needs to come from, from compassion and love because that's the basis of the divine realm. And God, it's love and compassion. It creates understanding. The reader never needs to be rude, never should be rude, disrespectful, or condemning of anyone within this situation. 
should never put, should never, I mean, even guys to even come to this conclusion where the reader shouldn't pick sides per se, where it's like, you know, they're shuffling or they're pulling out cards for that querent or that client. And they're saying, he was such an asshole, huh? Yeah, I can see here. He was a dick. Like, no, no, no. Because that other person you're reading for has an energy field as well. And you need to show compassion for that as well. You don't need to pump up someone like that regarding ego. It, it, it's all ego. It's bad at that point. It, it, it's all bad. And also I feel too, and this is important as well. That reader does not need to use God or spirit against that querent or to use them as uh, as a crutch because that's just horrid in itself. And the reader doesn't need to be saying things like this. I think that you should do this, you know, take Avenue A, because if you don't take Avenue A, you know, that's going against what God or spirit wants from you. Uh, no. Wh why? Once again, that's ego. Two. Why the hell is that reader telling you that? That reader doesn't know that. And you know damn well that that reader did not get that message from the divine spirit realm. That's ego because why would spirit give them that type of message? Spirit is love and compassion. No, that's, that's, that, I'm calling bullshit on that. They don't, and that's using God and spirit as a crutch and as against other people or as against the reader. It, that, ooh, I get really upset with that one. That's crazy. And also, uh, I feel the querent needs to just leave that reading feeling empowered and confident and ready to take on the issue and to kind of say or look at the situation and be like, like I said earlier, where the the uh, querent feels, you know, it's not that bad. Like, I, I got this. I got this shit. You know what I mean? To feel like that. That's the intent, I feel, of any reading. It should be like that. And I mean, the, the reader should always just remind the querent as well that it's only a perspective or a perception, more of a, a perspective that we're giving to that, you know, um, to that querent so that that querent feels empowered and also feels free to make their own decisions regarding to take that perspective or to not. And then that that instills that free will and that empowerment back within that querent. Now, the last slide, a little topic here, um, or I'm sorry, this last little uh, category I want to talk about is uh, protection and awareness. And everything that I speak of in this little last section is going to be all based um, upon the reader. The reader really needs to be great at grounding themselves and be grounded, okay? and prepare themselves for that reading. And I mean, the querent also needs to do that as well, I feel, you know, but the querent's more kind of in an emotional, a little bit of an emotional wreck, so it's a little bit different, but that reader needs to be grounded and needs to ground themselves and really fully believe in their own shit. I mean, that's the basis of that, of this category of protection and awareness. I can't stress that enough. And also guys, I'm going to give you at least what I do and the things that I say. And I think that this is just great for every querent, every reader, you know, to do something like this. It doesn't have to be exactly like this, but something to this effect. And this is what I do to ground myself, you know, at the beginning of every each reading. I'll say something like, in the authority of my co-creating God self, I command full sovereignty 
over my body, mind, and soul. For I am the cosmic law made manifest, that what or whomever's intent is not from pure source or of light has no power here. And while I say that, guys, I'm closing my eyes, right? And I'm, of course, believing it because I do believe in it. And while I'm saying that, I picture in my head that my crown chakra is opening up, right? And there's light coming down from source, but this light is pure platinum white light. And it's like I said, it's coming from source and it's entering through my, through my crown chakra. Then it's as it's moving down, it's going through each and every one of, um, of my other chakras by fully activating them and becoming immersed in this uh, pure platinum white light. And with this same or through this same platinum white light, it, ex it extends right from inward to outward. Like almost like it's coming out of like my sides. <laughs> and it's surrounding the outside of me and all around me. And it's creating a six foot sealed bubble completely around me. And when we do this, guys, when we picture that in our head and we say something to the effect of like, I'm the authority of my God creating self. I have full sovereignty. Anyone who anyone or anything that is here is not from white light or source has no power here. And when we picture that, guys, in our head and also what everything I explained about the about the um the bubble, when we do that, guys, that is grounding the shit out of ourselves. And not just that, but when we believe that and when we picture that, I just got children right now, maybe some of you guys did too. Um, <laughs> when we believe that and when, when we picture that, guys, that is creating a boundary and we are very powerful co-creating beings and everyone has this power and we need to utilize it. And this is how we ground ourselves. Okay, now that got a little serious there, but um, okay, I feel like another aspect regarding uh, protection and awareness is you know, I'm just going to rem remind you guys again, everything here is about the reader or pertains to the reader. They need to completely trust in their intuition, as we discussed earlier, their guides and their higher self, that their guides and their higher self and that are going, they're going to protect that reader. You know, that's very important. For the reader to really discern, like we I said earlier, Regarding what's coming into the reading, what's the energies, what are the outside environmental energies that are around? The reader needs to always have a lot of, um, needs to have a very discerning soul, guys, guys, regarding energy. And I'm not saying that you have to be this huge chakra healer or anything like that. Absolutely not. But that's why it's important to know the relationship with, or to have that, the reader to have that relationship with their guides, to have the relationship with the divine realm and to understand how their guides communicate with them so that if there is anything that is not like that, they know where that energy is coming from or that's not coming from or that channel is not coming from the divine or from their guides. That's so important, guys, I really feel as a reader. And just when we have this grounding and when readers have this grounding and this understanding of different energies and all that, that doesn't leave room for other entities to come in and attach to the reader, to attach to the situation, whatever it may be. This is very important. I also feel that the reader doesn't need to 
I say this, the reader does not need to say things to the querent as like, for instance, you should do this, you should do that. Mm, no, that's telling the, the querent what they should be doing. That's not the reader's job to be doing that. They give you the perspectives and then they say, they can say something like the reader can say, well, based upon everything that I gave you, I feel like this may be the best route. But in the end, that that client or that querent makes the final decision so that they feel empowered. You know, that's why the empowerment uh, factor is also very important here. It's also very important for the reader to realize it's not exactly what is said, it's how it is said. That is very important as well. For example, also, my guides want me to bring this up right now, that's crazy. You know how sometimes in your guys' general readings, how I'll take a breath or I'll do something or I'll say something like, and I'll take a, I'll stop what I'm trying, you know, just so, one, so I make sure that the message is coming through clearly and that I'm dropping any ego that could possibly be there. And I make sure that the message comes through clear and concise and that it is appropriate and that it's something that you guys feel. And therefore, if it's appropriate and it's constructive and it comes through correctly, which it usually always does, but what that does, guys, is that means that those messages are absorbed and not ignored by the querent or by anyone listening or having that reading. That's a that's very important here. I mean, and also in general, too, readers need to understand that they have a lot of power and responsibility in, in their hands because that reader can, can completely lie. And just to want to, you know, want to fuck with the querent or with that person. I mean, I, I would not know why someone would even a reader would even do such a horrible, disgusting, detestable thing. But these things happen, guys. And, you know, that reader has the has the ability or at least the power within that circumstance of that reading to cause chaos possibly and to you know ruin lives because then that querent is going to depending upon the, the current emotional you know disposition they can completely look at that reader and say oh my god really that's that's what's going on that's what's really going on and then if that reader is saying absolutely absolutely back to ego then that querent goes home and then displaces all of that junk on their situation that really had nothing to even do with it if it was coming from ego like no you know it's very important guys that you know you know your reader and you know what you're looking for and what what feels right for you and you always have to remember that it's we have to as a collective we have to get back to now there are exceptions of course but as a collective we have to get back to what how does it feel Let's feel before we think, guys. We have to get back to that because that's our heart. That's where the compassion and love comes from. We have to fill it out and register how that feeling registers with us. What does it make us feel? And then trust that feeling, which means you trust your intuition as well. It ties in. Also, and just, I mean, as a way to kind of sum this up here um, or end this podcast, whenever we dabble, we become involved, which means that we end up having an experience. So dabbling equals involvement, which equals experience. And with that experience, that could be anything regarding um, what we're dabbling into. I just looked at the clock right now. You see, it's 11-11. Yay. Okay, anyway, guys. Um, also, what was very interesting was 
as I was kind of contemplating upon what I wanted to talk about, I never realized this either. And, you know, this came through for me as well. My guides gave me this bit of information. And I was like, what? Is that that reader, you know, when they're willing to open up themselves to help out a querent or a client, that reader is actually giving their power away for that moment because they're opening themselves up to receive the messages to give to the client or the querent. And I just think that there's something very beautiful and sacred about that. And the client or the querent also needs to realize that as well and not to be so maybe tough on certain readers or when they hear maybe something that triggers them, they're like, oh, you know what? I don't like that or I feel like that's how my ex was and I feel like you're reading their energy and this is a horrible reading. Like, you know what I mean? When the, all of that crap starts, that reader is like, whoa, my God. You know what I mean? They, it, they opened up themselves and they're giving their power away for that intermittent amount of time throughout the reading. You know, now I'm not sitting here and saying that, you know, all readers need to be, you know, just bow down to. Absolutely not. But just take that aspect into consideration. And even when I heard that or my guides gave me that, I was like, wow, I never looked at it like that. All right, guys. So um, this is kind of getting a little bit long, but that's pretty much those are my views on tarot, you know, and how I feel like it's best utilized or it should be utilized. And I hate to kind of put rules and sort of regulations on things, you know, because then that kind of constricts the um, it constricts the the development of, you know, new aspects that can be adopted. But overall, regardless of that, I just feel like, you know, these are some of the, some things that I stated here is important for every reader, I feel, to kind of take into consideration for also the client or the querent to take into consideration before ha having a reading with any reader. And also, I feel here, too, that it's just important to have these aspects, guys, if you would like to start to, you know, look at tarot or start to or interested in dabbling in something of this sort. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying that, oh, it's like it's only only the best of the best can do it. No, no, no. We just need to be aware of what what's going on. What are we not consciously seeing that is happening in the background? That's very important here. All right, guys, so I like to um, I hope you guys like the podcast and it kind of shed some light on some things or brought some enlightenment here. Uh, just as closing, you know, if you guys would like to book a reading per usual, you guys can visit intuitiveperceptions.com and go to the services tab. And also when you're there, guys, there's a chat function there, a little chat bubble. Use that. I'll I'll talk back to you guys, you know, we can communicate and I can find the best service or at least recommend the best service for you guys. Don't be afraid to chat back. And also, uh, if maybe technology isn't your thing, really, you can always email me as well at intuitiveperceptions at gmail.com and just tell me, hey, I need help with this or I'd like to book a reading. What are your options? And, you know, of course, I'll go ahead and relay that information back to you guys if you guys prefer to communicate through email like that. And also, guys, uh, if you check the description box of this podcast on YouTube, there's an RSS feed link there as well. And there's information there on how to utilize that RSS feed link so that the minute that I record something like this on a podcast, you guys get the immediate notification on your phone of the new podcast or anything new that I post regarding the podcasts. You can also find the Facebook link to the channel's Facebook page in the description box as well. And I'm on Facebook Messenger as well for you guys as well. And also, I mean, just in general, guys, regarding the, the podcast or regarding anything about the podcast or the podcast or just anything about it 
If you guys have any questions, you know, or any suggestions for future topics, anything of the sort, um, or if you are very passionate about a certain topic and it's really like, you know, personal for you and it hits home, hit me up, guys, and maybe um, you can be on the podcast here. You know, we can talk about it. And, you know, we learn a lot through each other's experiences and it's important to get our stories out there. It really is, guys. All right. So, the, yeah, like I said, don't hesitate to drop a comment and to email me and contact me and everything of the sort. All right, guys, I hope you guys like this podcast here and I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that. So as always, guys, God bless and love and light.